reading this. I was reading this joint, man. This lady gave her phone to Apple, and they downloaded her pictures of nudes. <laughs> and they had to pay Shorty a multi-million dollar settlement. Dang. So she ain't wiped the shit clean before she gave it to him? Most people was. don't. She fine as hell, too, so she knew what it was. Mm, she probably did that shit on purpose. Exactly. So, Murray, you the, you the, you the A-Mike today? Allegedly. Alright. Yo, so who's this who's this Officer Caroline shit you got on here? What you mean? Officer Caroline, don't disrespect. That's the the slang guard. She know how to you know right. what I mean. Oh, you talking about oh shorty that boy yeah. But linguistics. Hood <laughs> linguistics, man. I'm sitting like who the hell? Oh, she picked out that one joint. Yeah. Nah. All right. Nah. We can kick it off whenever you ready. We don't need no pre-production. <laughs> Just make sure you introduce my guard the right way. You know what I'm saying? That's all. Introduce who? Come on, son. Nah, but but before we start, how how the Bo, uh, Bodega Princess doing, Mia? She good, bad as hell, but she good though. <laughs> <laughs> she was bad, man. She not playing. Last night was a rough night, man. She she don't want to go in that crib, Dolly. She want to sleep with us, man. So she was up, zapping out, man. Lord of mercy. She in, she in the same room as y'all in the crib or not? No, no, she's a, we, she got her own room, man. We got three bedrooms upstairs, brother. You know what I'm saying? We're going to leave that in the episode. We're leaving <laughs> that in the episode. Uh, listen, you know how motherfuckers is moving out to the county on the wire, man? You know what I'm saying? When they blew up their project. You know what I'm saying? You already. See, look, we ain't even start the episode. We already talking about it. You know what I mean? Right, man. I agree. We all this shit in here. Listen, I'm the Segway King, man. <laughs> Internet. Goo, goo, goo. <laughs> we are Bruce back. Game, man. We are back. What episode is this? 28. 28. All right. Let's pray your notes. Through the Wire Podcast. Featuring His Lordship Murray and Lord Big Morris. And we got a special motherfucking guest, Triple, triple OG. You know what I'm saying? He, I'm not even gonna introduce him because I can't do no justice. You know what I'm saying? So he got to introduce himself. <laughs> Listen, man, it's Michael Velli the Don, Miguel, Miguelito, <laughs> Miguelito, AKA the Slim Reaper, man. Listen, you either ride with him or collide with him, man. Whatever. Oh you man, look <laughs> here we saying? go. Look, you see this? We got this big talk on here. Hey, yo, internet. He. He not even a lord if you talking like this. That's some crazy shit. That's crazy. I gotta step my game up. Ride with me and collide with me, man. Got plenty of aliases. I'm (laughs) thankful to be here with the with the guys, you know, uh, to talk about one of my favorite shows. um, Because I'm still waiting on the Game of Thrones move, but you know that that's later talk. That's that's coming. That's definitely coming. uh, And the wire is really something that I pay very close attention to, um, especially. Early on in my Baltimore days, that was really when I first got down there, technically. So uh, it was an exciting time to see a place where you live represented in such a way. And you know, hearing you guys. I uh, wasn't on the west side. I was close, though. You know, I worked downtown in this uh, downtown Baltimore for quite a bit. So I saw the zombies, you know. Amsterdam did infringe a bit, you know what I mean? Don't feel lean, don't feel lean. But at the same time, I was in the 
in the in the friendly confines of the Baltimore County, Randallstown. That's where I moved out to when I first came out here. I was in Randallstown. Oh yeah. Okay. Right, right across yeah. from the police station. That's where I was at. Not too far from there. I was. Uh, carriage. I was, I was in, a carriage hill. Yeah, I was in the the townhomes right next door, brother. Straight yeah, from dude. Deer Park. Straight from Deer that's Park. Park. That's where you came from. No, right like there. stop, stop with that. Stop with that. <laughs> that's a school right there too. That's behind there, Deer Park Middle, man. Right behind that there. Is, so that's funny that it is, but that's you not know. that's not what we. Nah, chill. Don't say they clowning. Oh my bad. Yeah, yeah. Yo, so <laughs> listen, let me t- let me tell you. You know, you know, he uh, Lord McMorris is from Queens, but he really from Deer Park. New York, mm. you know what I'm saying? Mm. You, you've been to the land of no sidewalks, you know what I mean? You claim that you were stepping off all through straight path and shit. I mm. still, you know, I, I ain't got no record of that. I might have to call some people to see if you was really out there, you know what I'm saying? But um, Has it been documented, though? <laughs> Has it been documented? Yeah, man, I was out there, man. Trust me, man, I was out there. You know what I'm saying? So. Does wine dance, does wine dance count, man? Because I've been in wine dance. Yeah, <laughs> Crime dance. Crime dance. Crime dance, my bad. Crime dance. You say he was on straight path, but I don't believe him. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? But I was out there, man. Backyard barbecues and all that, man. Listen, <laughs> I was in everybody's stomping ground. High fences and all that, man. <laughs> Listen, I ain't never seen a neighborhood with all high fences, man. You know, you see every now and then, see the wooden joints, you know what I'm saying? The, the regular gates, everybody got the white joints, man. Community ordinance, like, yo, your, your that, fence got to be six foot or higher, brother. That, that must be Westbury or something, because that definitely ain't uh, one of this. Listen, that's paper right there, man. You from where that paper at. Let's not nah, do this. Nah, absolutely not. You must have been in Wheelie Heights and Dix Hills or something, because that ain't one of this for real. <laughs> but listen, uh, I'll tell you every, one thing, though. New York talk again. Listen, I'll tell you one thing. Baltimore... It, Shaped a lot of us though, real rat though, huh? Absolutely. Was there long enough? Absolutely. Yeah. She's still here. Yeah. Well. Well. Yeah, you right. Adjacent. <laughs> <laughs> well, was it? Didn't somebody take a ride out, Jumbo man? <laughs> somebody, did somebody put a wire take a ride out there? Oh no, nah, maybe that was Jessup. Just one of yeah, them. Yeah, they, they was Jessup. Jessup. Yeah, Jessup. My bad. <laughs> Ain't nobody coming out to the sticks like that. Jessup. Neither here nor there. Of course, the other voice you heard was the the good brother McGee, Lord Bob Goblin. Mm, Pause. Hey, yo. (laughs) Come on. on, Bob Bob Goblin, though? (laughs) That man go by. Yo, y'all niggas act like y'all ain't never seen Wally Kazam. Y'all got kids, don't y'all? Oh, I've definitely seen Wally Kazam. All right, so ain't the uh, little I, ugly I, I, nigga Bob Goblin? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Never, never heard of it, man. I'm right. sorry, man. I'm a little old, little, man. Never heard of it. Yeah, the little ugly nigga in the show name is Bob Goblin. You know what I'm saying? So remember, you got to remember the OG shorty probably not watching uh, Wally Kazam quite yet. Man. I don't even think that show's still on, though. That shit probably cut off or something. I don't know. Yeah, I know my kids ain't watched it in a while, but I, yeah, I've definitely seen it before. Right, listen, man. Listen, Bob McGee, man. <laughs> Bob McGee. CEO Bob McGee, man. Bob, I can see Bob that McGee. on Black Enterprise. Hey. 
your, from your mouth to God's ears. There you go. Oh, yeah, man. Top 100 out of 30, man. We ain't going to lie about our age and everything, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, niggas really be doing that shit, too. Because I be seeing all this shit. I'm like, I know you ain't 30 years old. Nigga, you look 30? great. Huh. You know, man, you sold T-shirts for twenty years. I remember you. <laughs> remember when that was the hustle? When I was in Baltimore, that was the hustle. Motherfuckers, like, yo, I got twenty boxes of white tees. You like, huh? You got twenty boxes of white tees. And they used to be like, yo, and they got the thick collars too. And I used to, be like, yo, you if you don't go down to the flea market with that bullshit, man. <laughs> Yeah, it was an exciting time down the way, man. The big T-shirt era was a wild era. Big T-shirt era. But I tell you, big T-shirts, era. sweatpants over jeans shorts. I mean, jeans shorts over sweatpants. That was all Baltimore right now, right? Hell. Wait, what? You don't, yeah, remember, you don't that? remember that? You remember that shit? I do. Let me stop. They was wild, man. They was wild, man. Like, But it's like, because you're wearing them cheap-ass Russell sweatpants, and you ain't got no fucking pockets. <laughs> that thin ass white drawstring. Listen, you get that thin ass white drawstring in a knot, hey, you might as well cut them motherfuckers off. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> might as well cut them motherfuckers yeah. off, bro. Yeah, we definitely not even going to talk about this episode today. <laughs> oh, shit, yo. Listen, Baltimore was an exciting time for me, man. Like, I loved it down there. Like, I tell you, you know, you heard so much about the crime outside of Baltimore, but when you was there, like, it was almost like, it was like a soundtrack, like a background noise or something. You know what I mean? Like, you knew it was bad, but when you watch The Wire, though, and you talk them, they talking them numbers, even just one incident in this episode, when they was fudging the numbers on, trying to get between, you know, below 300, and just below seven, 275, I'm like, yo, can you imagine we walking, we bailing through the hood like Little Red Wilding Hood and it's 275 murders six months into the year, you know? That's crazy. We was on some bold shit, catching buses to the to the to the to the heart of the shit too. To the clubs, <laughs> like wowing and shit. First of all, half of us wasn't even supposed to be let into the shit. So that's Word. number one. Number Word. two, like I remember we was at a party somewhere downtown, somewhere in the fucking, you know, like Gore was the only nigga driving when we was freshmen. <laughs> like he's the only nigga that had his car. And my roommate, that was it. But we got stuck there because you know how they had the buses and they was like, yo, the bus, you know, you gotta get yeah. that bus to you go back to the campus and shit. Or it's a rap. If you don't, it's a rap. So it's like mm-hmm. 20 of us walking from fucking downtown back to Morgan and shit. Oh, like yeah. That shit was I remember crazy. the days. And I bet you six police officers stopped by to ask y'all where y'all was headed. Nah, we really, we really thought we was going to get robbed on some real crazy shit. But, you know, we kept it moving. Like, and then, wild some shorties, shit, came, shorties came and picked us up, and then we was good after that. My, first, my first experience in the bookings, for real, was in Baltimore City. Um, driving to the Chinese store right there on Hartford Road and um, I didn't have my license on me. I had like some balling shorts on or whatever, right? And my man, which is wild now, he a police officer now, which is wild. He starts barking at the police officer, asking him why we pulled us over and all that (laughs) other stuff. And I had to tell him, chill, right? Police officer like, yo, if your man don't shut up, you going to... Damn. And guess what? My man... (laughs) That was that. Scared as hell in that bitch. 
because it's nigga shitting in the middle of the floor. Dang. Yeah, toilet right there in the middle of the bookings, man. As soon as they open up that gate, <laughs> you're right in there, man. You everybody watching you take a shit, not even wiping his ass. It was a foul ass place, man. When I got out of bookings, I felt like I got out of fucking rehab, my nigga. <laughs> <laughs> So that scene, that scene when Omar got locked up and he was kind of sort of thrown in the bullpen and they had to put them fucking phone books around his Hell yeah. like that. That's real Man. shit. That's you gotta crazy. wait till you go see the uh, the court commissioner and don't get don't get locked up over the weekend. I got locked up luckily like on a Wednesday night just trying to go get some Chinese food. And the only reason why I went to that Chinese food spot because they had the black rice. Man, you know what I mean? They already put the <laughs> soy sauce in the bitch. Listen. The black rice, it's like Hartford Road, right across from Lake Clifton. It's like right there, but it's like a kill box, though. When you go in that bitch, though, <laughs> you hear me? Kill box, one way in, one way out. They all listen, they got they got bulletproof glass to the fucking ceiling in that bitch, right? You're not reaching over or reaching through nothing. But meanwhile, you standing out there dead in the open. Somebody come in, and they start shooting up the place. You're done, man. Finish. Yeah, it's over for you, man. So I don't know why we was. That's, that's like I said before, man. I don't know why we was bailing through some places like that, man. I don't know what where we got the courage to. And then I was watching real rap. I was watching School Days or whatever, right? You know when Samuel L. Jackson going on the niggas when they was. Y'all remember school days, right? Or am I that old? Uh, uh, no, nah, of course we remember that shit. Oh, all right. I'm just making sure, man. I ain't trying to play it's, myself. It's ready for the world, nigga. <laughs> Pop <Probably> shit at us. <laughs> <laughs> so when them niggas is barking on, that's exactly I'm thinking to myself, for real, like, them Baltimore niggas really could have acted yo, like that. But they yo, didn't. That. Did y'all notice that? It's like, I didn't have beef with Baltimore niggas. I never no, had No, I had beef with everybody from fucking New York. I should start naming some of them, some of them niggas. Y'all, it, listen, y'all cool with a wild? lot of them niggas right now. That shit is it, crazy, Is yo. that not wild? It's like the whole oh my god, you brand man. new there. And the Baltimore niggas, the coolest niggas that's there, especially the local niggas that was commuting on campus and shit. Yeah. Them niggas was like that, man. It, it, was, it was all the other niggas I had beef with. You gotta remember some nigga named Taz. Wow, crazy. That was my bro. homie Taz. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yo, this nigga. That was my homie yo, Taz. Yo, I seen that nigga stuff somebody, came out of sneakers. And yo, the nigga was in the circle with all his mans. His mans ain't even do shit. Like, That's the can. nigga just stalled on his life. So the nigga came out of sneakers. All his mans are standing there. Like, you can't. The what walked you gonna out do? The circle and kept it moving. Until, like, but listen, until the Philly niggas got down there. Them Philly niggas was a different breed of niggas down there, man. Well, they came down there deep as shit. And I, didn't have, I had not, never been an understanding of why they had so much they, fucking clout down there. They definitely was deep when we was there, pause. Yeah, um, Philly niggas was crazy down there, man. Full effect, man. Everybody thought I was from D.C. Because, you know, I had the designer fashions on back then, you know what I'm saying? It was only <laughs> D.C. niggas that had that kind of shit on. Nah, come on, man. Yeah. I was wearing, yo, let me tell you something. Fucking around with them DC and PG niggas. We just come on. like them niggas as, for, for Halloween. Nigga, I had rubber bands in the in the bottom of my fucking pants. Man, I ain't my do fucking, that shit. I ain't do my that fucking shit. Phone <laughs> posits on and shit. Glittery shirts, headbands yeah. on and shit. Hell yeah. Wow. Glittery the shooter shirt. Shooters, man. Yeah. You gotta wear that shooter. Huh? So you nigga took the joke too far, man. Listen. 
Shooters. That's what you used to do, Sean? Nah. I, I dressed just like a, it was all white teeth when I was out there. Right. Slim Charles, dressed like Slim Charles. <laughs> <laughs> Big G, just like Big G, Slim Charles. This nigga had the braids too. <laughs> you got braids at Morgan? Yeah, for a semester. Oh, you got down there. You brought P Way with you. Huh? You brought P Way right with you, huh? Nah, nigga, nah I'm gonna give you that. Man, I can give you my Franklin, man. Franklin, you, had the shank, you had the shank braided up in your in your straight backs. Yeah. <laughs> You know, back then that was when everybody was trying to be Allen Iverson too. So I understand, man. I understand. Everybody wanted to be AI, man. I fucking wore my do rag twenty four seven, son. When I finally took my shit off, niggas like, yo, why you just say take your shit off? My waves was fucking retarded. I just, Listen, I could. I'm watching so. the wire. And I'm seeing Morgan on the wire. I'm seeing the East Side on the wire. I'm seeing places that I went to. I was just like. Listen, man, this is a what a time to be alive, man. And, and you know, this is time. before, this is before fucking Instagram and all that other before shit. Before everything, yep. Before all that other shit, it was as live as shit. You like seeing something you knew on TV. Listen, I remember the nigga Jamal Adams pulling up the Morgan, man. You know what I'm saying? Scooping up. Listen, nigga got two thousand yards rushing. He on, yep. he on campus. Yep. He had, scooping he had up, blount, man. blount and rolling and shit. I'm like, huh? Like, yo, you popping the same joints I'm popping. <laughs> <laughs> it don't make sense. We're a Super Bowl fucking champ. You could have got the Russian title out here, man. And he out blount. <laughs> Word. Pulling up. Good, good fucking times, yo. Hell yeah, it was great times. Murray, you wasn't at OC, right? You was somewhere else? Nah, nah I, mean, talk, I was in Cummings. Look at y'all niggas. I know why though, because they were trying to protect the engineering folks, man. You know, they had y'all isolated, nigga. That was y'all, y'all was carrying the whole college, basically. So they put us in OC, man. Yeah, OC. Was y'all ain't had right no RAs and shit over there in Cummins, nigga. Nope. And we had RAs over there and then in, in, in OC, goddammit. Shit was Rikers Island, my nigga. Hell yeah. <laughs> you go down in there in that pit where that ping pong table was, man. It's either- if you ain't playing ping pong or spades on that motherfucker, why you here? Man? <laughs> <laughs> why you here, yeah. man? Yeah, you know, we damn near lost visitation for like a half a semester. Hell so yeah, it's wild. So somebody yeah, took a shit. Fuck. Everything. Some, you know, somebody took a yeah, shit listen. in the fucking in the in the wash machine. So. Oh my <laughs> god! <laughs> listen, I wouldn't even go. Listen, I was scared to go to the well. We here. Uh, I think it sounded like my shit went out for a second. But yeah, I was scared to go to the washing machines in OC, brother. I've been playing around down there. <laughs> One of the um the security guard niggas, uh, he was a cute. The nigga was humping mad little girls and shit in the in the uh laundry room and shit. I was on the first floor, so I used to catch everything. This nigga TJ was the name TJ. <laughs> 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 I don't remember the nigga name. All I know he's uh, black as shit with a bald head. Nah, nah. We had this big light skinned nigga. He was diesel as shit. Nah. Sloppy nigga from DC. New York Avenue. That shit was crazy, man. Yeah, shit was wild. Shit was wild. Yo, but this for episode, man. What's up? 
So the episode number twenty-eight, time after time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so every time I hear or read time after time, I think only one thing, and that's that fucking Cindy Lauper song. Yeah, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna there you go. Come See, on. he gonna sing. What it. song is that? Come on, man. You don't know that shit. He just sang the shit. He just went to hear somebody sing. It's cool. That's that's disco era for you, right? No, it ain't damn. no fucking disco era. Golly, damn. Foul as shit. It's so disrespectful. Son. Off my, calling is super yo, come on, son. Do my 1977 Studio 54 vibes alone, my nigga. Pardon me, my bad. Let me flourish. The epigraph. No matter how many times you get burnt. Just keep doing the same. That was said by Bodie. So in this episode, season three, episode one, there's a lot of first appearances. Yo, Murray, you supposed to be the A mic, my nigga. I don't nah, know why. It's, it's you, not, you know it sounds like you got it. You, nah, you I ain't got, got it, re- sir. You recover. Nah. You back. Nope. No, no, this is this is Word, this man. is good. This, this is good shit. Yo, chill, man. Cook McGee. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So the list. So the list was. All new people that just showed up for the first time? For the first fucking time, yo. You know what? When you watch a show, you don't even really catch that, to be real. You don't. Because it's, it, it's almost like everybody's so familiar, like the characters and Baltimore, you know? Mm-hmm. So Officer Caroline, she makes an appearance um, with the, the detail. Um, she's the slang... <laughs> or slang goddess. Uh, Hell yeah. They, they, they couldn't understand what the fuck these yo's was talking about. Uh, <laughs> yeah. she, she, she broke it down, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. She had to break it down for President Freeman all that. Absolutely. Look, they, they had probably hours worth of tapes they was in already and couldn't understand shit. Couldn't Shorty understand back there, nothing. we cut, cut the coupons, understand. <laughs> 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 Where those coupons are from, though, son? Which I think they was from. I don't know. Save a lot. You get in the, in the Sunday paper, right? Nah, nah, they save a lot, man. <laughs> like shoppers? Yeah, shoppers. Definitely shoppers. That's the first time I ever seen the shoppers in Baltimore. Word. I, I have never seen this another. That's yeah. a real ghetto supermarket, too. Super ghetto. Super yeah, so ghetto. That was, that was Officer Caroline. Dozeman, he makes an appearance. He's a... Um, a detective, I guess you can call him, yeah, in the DT. Western District. Yeah, DT. There's a bunch of other guys that are not worth mentioning. Fucking Major Taylor, he's just beginning to hurt the whole fucking team. <laughs> yeah, Rawls is on his ass the whole time. The whole oh, fucking listen. time. Like, when they when talk about this business, this, this Comstat shit, like, oh, he should just snuff Rawls or something, walked out that bitch or something. But um, who but who hasn't been in that situation before on some class project shit with the worst teacher ever? That's oh, exactly got, how it feels, right? I, I got a story about that. It might take a little time, but you know, I think it might listen, be worth telling. Listen, um, those those final classes before you about to graduate and you got the illest English teacher or whatever, <laughs> whatever shit, business, whatever. I know that's exactly how he felt the way the boy tore into his ass, man. Yo, shout out to Miss Sproul. I had her 12th grade economics and pig. That's government for you motherfuckers that don't know what that is. We had a <laughs> we had we had a project, 25 page paper that we had to do. Um, 
in high school. God, in high school. Yeah. 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 You know, them New York niggas come out with college credits, man. You know how y'all do. Yeah. I was smart. I graduated high, high school a year early. Come um, on, yeah. So we had a project, 25 page paper, and everybody in my class, this is senior year, by the way, they didn't want to do shit. So I decided, you know, let me take an opportunity and make some money. So I was charging niggas a dollar a page. So all I would do is I wrote my paper and I would take my paper and I changed the font, double space the shit, make the shit fucking times the <laughs> Roman 12 or some shit, something crazy. Cut paragraphs, rearrange certain things, and then I would just give it to motherfuckers in my class. Or so it had to be about ten people <laughs> in my class that had the same fucking paper. And she calls me up in front of the class, and she goes, "You think you're smart, huh?" I'm like, "What you talk about?" And then she just busts out laughing. She says, "I hope you made a lot of money." And she could have failed every last one of us. Mm. She gave she gave them niggas a sixty five and gave me my A. And I was so happy because mm. she said you did some smart shit. And she couldn't she couldn't believe it. You know what I'm saying? So salute to Miss Fru. She was she was hard on everybody. She was one of those black teachers that knew your potential. And if you wasn't working to the shit, she would definitely let you hear it. You know what I'm saying? Wait, like, so every everybody else paper had the same font and everything? <clears throat> One person to have times of Roman, the next nigga will have Ariel. Somebody Her else. The words were the same though. But the words were the same. Everything was the fucking same. And they, those dumb motherfuckers. I'm, would so like I'm coming, back, my, I'm coming back for my bread, nigga. <laughs> like, did you think they wouldn't read it? Most of them didn't. And they handed the shit in, right? And they were content with the grade of a 65 because guess what? They fucking passed and they were graduating. And it was that. So I mean, nah, not if I paid for. I mean, I guess it's only twenty five dollars. But if I paid for a service, like, bro, like well, I would have to get for him a seventy. Yo, but I, I would at least have to get a seventy. Here's the thing, though: some niggas paid ten dollars to get ten pages of bullshit. Mm. <laughs> that didn't even make sense. Like that's like I said, I would have came saw you about my bread, man. Ten dollars <laughs> in college is a lot of money, man. <laughs> nah, this was high school, my nigga. Oh, high school? That's even worse. Oh, yeah. This was. This was fucking 99, you know what I'm saying? See, yeah, 99, 2000. My nigga, that's, that's two ice cream sandwiches, <laughs> butter crunches, nigga. Oh, the butter crunch, oh shit. Listen, that's two ice cream sandwiches, butter crunch. So, yeah, Ross, you know, Ross dug at it, niggas, man. Yeah. Ross gave niggas the business, man. <laughs> Me, I wouldn't have stood there and took that, man. If I was, uh, if I, listen, if I was Major Taylor, man, me and you gonna have a have a conversation. Absolutely, but you see, you see what happened when Bunny said, "Well, we'll Bunny, get to that later." But yeah. Bunny got at Ross. Ross super tight with that shit. Super tight, a- extra tight. Yeah, Bunny jumped wrong. definitely out of pocket with that. <laughs> so, uh, how, how are we supposed to hide dead bodies? Like <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Ross looked at him like. And fucking Burrell had to touch him on the sleeve. Like, nah, I got this. Let me, let me answer this. <laughs> yeah, not that one. Not that one. Leave that one alone. You don't want to be on the record for that one. Your man Cuddy, he makes his first appearance. Salute to Cuddy. He did 14 Cuddy, years out, out in Jessup. You know what I'm saying? Stood listen. tall. Cuddy Shot a nigga up in Pensy and Gold. Called the cops. <laughs> told the cup, get me. You know what I'm saying? That's we bang. That's we bang. We bang. We bang. Did the knowledge. Uh, <laughs> we bang. Did the knowledge, man. But I didn't.
How is Barksdale going to stop the whole baseball game, though? Yo, son. That was crazy. So I'm thinking about I'm thinking about no filter like softball. Just stop playing. Just, or I'm, th- I'm thinking about I'm thinking about no filter softball right now. Like imagine nigga just walking across the field. Like <laughs> everybody stop playing. Like, oh, the whole yard just got quiet, man. <laughs> just to, listen, just to Time humble, out. listen, just a humble cutty. Like yo, remember you a soldier, nigga. Uh, you get out of here, put that fucking work in when you get out of here, man. And call this number, nigga, when you done. I said, huh? <laughs> Yo. And then all you doing is getting out the soldier. He he already at his top. He talking to Weebay like, "Yo, I don't trust it. You sure this thing about jail to change this thing, man?" Weebay had to do the knowledge, man. Nigga say, "Yeah." He's like, "Yo, yeah, you did a little stretch." Like nigga, a little stretch. A little stretch. I'm 15 <laughs> years in. He <laughs> fucking was like, like "What?" Years. Crazy. Listen, look at my buff, nigga. You know how long I've been here? <laughs> Listen, when Cuddy popped up, though, for real, I remember Cuddy popping up, like, after watching the series. It's like, who is this nigga, man? It's like, he looked so, like, regular until I saw that interaction when he pushed up on the dope boy. Like, he had watched the block the whole time. <laughs> that shit was kind of dope, though, to see who was doing the hand-to-hands and who was controlling shit. Yeah, you guys. Yeah, he got old though. Yeah, he got old, but you know what I mean. Came, listen, came in on the toppy session and got old, man. <laughs> came in the toppy session. Look, he was gonna leave with something like the toppy, maybe, right? Because fam, at least did the, did him the favor to ask him, like, yo, you like, want you in? Go, like you want to go in? Nigga, like, nah, where my bread at? Well, like, see, the thing is, my nigga. <laughs> you got a number of some shit? Listen, I, I, that's, I, I guess that was them trying to do the dramatic effect and see that Cuddy done changed. Because I thought Cuddy was going to kill a nigga right there. Yo, even watching Cuddy in The Walking Dead, he was still Cuddy to me. Like, I couldn't He's still Cuddy, Cuddy, right? No matter I what he playing. Cuddy. Word. He in The Walking Dead? I don't know why I'm asking. I don't watch this. Yeah. Cuddy in like the first two seasons or something like that, though, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 early seasons. All American. He in All American too. He the dad, but he's so still he fucking died. Cuddy though. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. yeah, he did die, didn't he? Die <laughs> had a heart yeah. attack or something, yeah. right? Yeah, Carver. Carver's in The Walking Dead too. Carver, yeah. I yeah, I don't like Carver, man. I I didn't I didn't like him in this <laughs> joint. He had the he had the trainer day moment on top of the car, yeah. man. You know, can't call Carver, that shit on me. I mean, man. I like them in this season. Is, yeah, he's the reason why I call my son a shitbird because that's shit what they're <laughs> Nah, my guy is my guy is Dozier, man. That's my guy. Man. Oh, cause it's why? Cause it's shorty black. Why? why that's I'm your just guy, saying, so. that's just my guy, man. I just like what do you just what do you say to my man when uh, when uh, Bunny walked in? He's like, yo, what did he do, man? Like, what what? What happened, man? You like, yo, the motherfucker ran. He, he, you know, caught foot on my block, man. When I'm trying to do a a, a, a search one, nigga, you getting locked the fuck up. You getting on paperwork? I said, yeah, hell yeah, that's what nigga Doja be right there, man. Fuck with him, man. No, no, Carver, Carver definitely had a uh, a come up. This, you know what I'm saying? Like he showed, he showed a lot this season. I, I mean, it's like Carver is like, like he didn't. Um, this is me going on some production shit though. He didn't give me the the 
you know, the punk ass black cop in the hood vibe. He just gave me just some nigga, some straight narrow type of shit. I don't know if they cast him right or not. I think that's the issue with me. You think so? So you still you still remember Carver when he was that little herb nick on the Cosby show? Yeah, that's what chasing, I'm talking about. Chasing after Pam. Exactly. Exactly. It's like you, you, you just put it all that. together. Like you yeah. just put it all together just then. Like I just knew I had seen him in other shit. Yeah. He just didn't. He didn't. <clears throat> that's the one thing about the wire. The wire did such a great job of casting people, right? Like they have memorable impactful characters but then if i think about like carver carver's the only one that didn't stick with me man real shit even daniels it's like down to daniels daniels will always be you know daniels to me and no matter daniels what the fuck he plays her could always be hurt no matter Herc. what he's doing that's who i'm talking about i'm not doing it i'm sorry it was her Herc is my guy Herc is different, and then also when and when 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 uh, Garcetti was in uh, Game of Thrones, which is like I said, yeah, one Car- of my favorite Car- joints. Carcetti, yeah. he's the same. Listen, he the same type nigga. He'll always be Carcetti. Yeah, speaking of Carcetti, Councilman Carcetti, he making his first appearance. Internet's my bad. I know we you know we forty minutes in already, and we still on first appearance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we good because yeah, this yeah. is great. So this episode might go about two hours. Pardon us, Come on. But, but we you know we we enjoying this right now. Councilman Carcetti, he making his first appearance. Mayor Royce, he makes his first appearance in this show. Odell Watkins, uh, Councilman Gray, who's Carcetti's man. Wait, 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 man. You moving too fast, man. My, my bad. Car Ketty mm-hmm. sits Burrell down. He definitely tries to finesse him, though. He and, definitely And Burrell hit him with the loyalty, 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 loyalty. My loyalty is fucking Royce, nigga. Fuck you mean? Yeah, you told a nice story. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But but you well, see I, what you see what happens though. You know what I mean? He yeah, preaching that chain of command yeah. shit, and that that ain't sit well with Carcetti. And then yeah, you know, Carcetti tried to throw his weight around. He did. Mm-hmm. And he called next, everybody to the carpet. The, the, the next subcommittee meeting, he fried the motherfuckers. Though. Fried niggas. And he brought the media. <laughs> yeah, had the brass, fried. had yeah. the brass in front of the media and raked them over the coals, man. Mm-hmm. He had to show niggas who boss. But you got to think, too, if you look at Burrell, it's almost like it goes down. It's like Burrell answers to the white dude. Bur- uh, Wait, Burrell talk. Burrell answers to the white dude, Rawls, right? Nah, it's the other I mean, way around. Burrell is boss. Yeah, but, See, it, yeah. But, but, it, but if you think about that, though, if you look at Rawls, when Burrell told Rawls to chill, Rawls is almost like, I think he's more like a boss than Burrell is. Cause look at Burrell did. Burrell went and he got a shit on everybody to make himself look good. Shit because on Daniels. He's at the top. Cause he's at the top. Nah, nah. He, uh, like he's know, the com- he's the police commissioner. So like he would be, acting, this is Batman. Acting, acting. He's a- Jim acting. Gordon. Commissioner. Yeah. yeah, and that makes sense. Like just like how the judge in the, um, in the first season, like how he was, he was just elected in. Or he, you know what I'm saying? So he kind of like had the. But that's like, what I'm talking about. When somebody has been designated acting, it's like they're going out of their way to assert themselves. It's like some of the shit he did to Daniels when he told him about his wife. 
when he was like, "Yo, your wife is gonna run it." They need to know where their allegiance is not. You busy playing politics, nigga. Like that's really, and that's how you think you're gonna hold on to your spot. Well, uh, I mean, exactly. He was trying to treat, position himself to yeah, treat bunny like shit. But meanwhile, I mean, you really see all the chess. Like this is like you see how everybody's you trying to play it. each other you do for what they want. You do like, like it's like this then, is real crazy. And what's crazy is you don't think it's that many politics in the police. Like when the objective is to stop crime, you would understand it would be in the crime uh, syndicate. Allegedly, allegedly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and, and you know, speaking of the chess moves, and we was talking about Carcetti. I mean, besides him being a, a super perv, he might get the nasty award this season. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. he already That's getting fine. yams. You know what I mean? Um, he got you know sneaky, sneaky motives and shit. Because he, he, you know. Can't you see he had plans on being the man type shit? You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, Parkinia, yeah. he definitely was, was maneuvering. I think Shorty, I think Shorty would actually get the nasty award. The one who was, I forgot her name, but the uh, the campaign manager. Is that season four? No, that's season yes. three. Well, internet, Lord McMorris probably watched the whole season again already, so you know. He a little ahead of us right now. We only focusing on episode one, but he's probably on episode <laughs> ten right we now. Talking about, we talking about Daniels? Nah, Daniels. we talking we talk about yeah. Carcetti, Carcetti's campaign manager when he makes uh, that that push to be uh, mayor. Shorty, Shorty can be seen. My man in the wheelchair. Odell. Yeah. Odell Watkins. Odell, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Odell Fucking Watkins. Councilman just imagine, Craig. Just imagine that too. You and your wife going through it, right? You gotta walk in on a strategy session and play nice. <laughs> it's like, damn, your wife not even that bad for real. <laughs> That's crazy. Oh man, you walk yeah, in on a strategy yeah, session. Uh, like, let's hang this you, shit up, man. Why you disrespect Marla Daniels like that? Listen, yo. Marla Daniels, man. Oh, I, I walk in on a strategy session, and I'm already put my career back burner because my nigga Burrell put me on like yo nigga your wife in the way for real that's funny shit and then you get to the crib and you gotta sleep on the short couch too you ain't had you wouldn't even you couldn't even get to the lazy boy you know because they down there strategizing and yo oh, man. Uh, it was nigga, crazy man. nigga was back sad. was hurt nigga back <laughs> was hurt word and then she tried to hit him with the with the ill Thank you. Like, nah, nigga. You know what I mean? How long is <laughs> yo? How much longer we gotta go through this shit, man? <laughs> yeah. Daniels, yeah. man. <laughs> so, some other people that that made the first appearance is Fruit, Slim Charles, and none other than the infamous Marlo Stansfield. So, like this is what we go. This okay. this what we gonna do. We gonna right. we gonna we gonna focus on the streets right now, right? All right. So, so the the show opens up with Bodie and Pooh. You know, some other nigga not to be mentioned. I think his name is Pudding or some shit. They walk in, they walk to the towers because um, they're getting ready to be demolished. I was about to go into my conspiracy theory shit right now, but I don't want, you know, the Alphabet Boys to shut this podcast down. So I'm not even going to talk about it. But if you pay attention to how the towers came down, it was kind of sort of the same as some other towers that fell. If you know what I mean. And, oh, boy. You know what I'm saying? Hey, right? McGee, oh, real, real quick, quick, quick. And, then, and then you seen all the dust, how the dust was. But anyway, let's keep it moving. You know McGee, what I'm saying? McGee, I got Yo, a uh, go question for you. 
because I know you you work in um, like buildings and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So when the mayor when he hit the, the fake TNT, that was, that was fake, right? Yes. <laughs> from, from ten miles away. He did something. So. Yeah, that shit was trash. They didn't have to put that in the episode, but I see why they did. Um, you know, so that happens, and then it goes into string and the chair. So string is in the funeral home, and he's holding court. <laughs> Hold on, and Bodie did have one um, kind of. Yeah, Jones. That's, that's what I'm saying. Why are we why are we moving fast past that, man? <laughs> Bodie dropped gems on him about yeah, that. Yeah, he, he was like, he was like, uh, you no, live no, the no. project, you ain't shit, but you slain product that you got the game by the ass. You the fucking man. You the fucking man. You were <laughs> right. the project selling dope. Man. And, and what's his name was just happy because he got some ass in the projects, <laughs> man. The two two one building. <laughs> but <laughs> that's the thing, though. I really think that part of my observation, even just the beginning, because the boy Simon was good at this kind of shit, like dropping them little Easter eggs and shit. It was like Royce and Bodie was kind of saying the same thing, mm-hmm. you know, but it was like they on two different spectrums, but it's almost like how's a gangster and dope dealer had the same kind of outlook on shit as the fucking, you know, not even the cops, just the mayor. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The mayor is basically like, yo, we're going to move these projects to move in bigger and better housing and stuff like that, more affordable and all that. And Bodie, like, man, give a fuck about them projects, man. Turn that shit down, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, tear that shit down. It's like, damn. And the, the the nigga who's the low-level hustler is basically like, yo, I love them projects type of thing. Yeah. I, was just like, I was like, ooh, man, that shit is kind of deep for real. I was like, maybe I'm reading too far into it, but... All right, good. That's a good observation. Yep. Hell yeah! But then you right, Stringer holding court, man. Holding <laughs> court in the funeral court. home. Stringer in the chair. Stringer always I, got lifting tea in his hands. Son. I was ready to any and look, Stringer with the glasses though, book smart, book smart Stringer. <laughs> that, that's that's McGee right there. That's McGee. That's Bob. He's jumping in the Bob character. Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, yo, the, ch- the chair ain't recognize your ass. The chair ain't recognize you, nigga. I said, damn, chair ain't recognize you, nigga. <laughs> chair ain't recognize the nigga. Said, yo, what the fuck? What the fuck is that nigga Shamrock reading though? They're talking about the chain recognizing niggas and shit. Like, what, what, what book did he have in his hand and shit? And then this nigga Poop gonna talk about the chair. No, we gonna look like some punk <laughs> ass, some bitch ass niggas. Yeah, some bitch <laughs> ass and then, and then that hurt a little bit too. That must have hurt. String, the string shut the whole meeting down after that. Like, yo, man. But then he did have a gem though. He did have a gem. Stringer gave him the fifty thousand foot view of shit. Versus location versus quality, and you yep. brought up, my nigga. I said, "Whoa, <laughs> territory don't mean shit when you got superior product." But then that also goes to the demolition of the projects. It's like, you know, it's like some people got the larger vision. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it, and you, these politicians normally sell it in a different way. But like a dope dealer got that same kind of outlook, that same kind of vision. It's that that juxtaposition that's kind of like that's what stood out to me about this episode. It was like you saw like the enterprise with 
the drug dealers and the enterprise with the politicians. You saw the enterprise with the police. Like, they're all angling kind of for the same thing, and that's control of basically this Baltimore city. It's crazy, man. Yeah, and then you also can see the contrast, like, uh, I guess the, I would say the drug dealers were kind of thinking, like, how Avon would do things, because it was like, you know, we got to protect our streets, we need our corners. And again, string pushing, like, yo, we got to think like businessmen out here, like, Tell them we got good product. You want to buy the product off of us? You know, we'll take that. He's like, we made more money when we lost when we lost all that territory. That's a wild ambition, though, too. Just to assume niggas was gonna cop your product. Yeah. Whew, man, that's that. Listen, Stringer, that nigga was ambitious, man. <laughs> nigga was yeah. ambitious. He had the vision. It's crazy that he get um, gaffled later by the um, politician, like you talking yeah. about earlier. Yeah, hell yeah. Isn't that funny? Clay Davis all gonna fuck the shit out of it. Sheesh. No bad crazy. Hey. His hands is always in his pockets, boy. That's for Listen, real. When we get into this bum ass appearance by Marlo, we can just get that the fuck out of the way, right? <laughs> Yo, Listen, right. This is Speak what my it. this is it. why I'm here, right? Is this not why I'm here? Because Marlo this is first, why you right? he, he, he poked his fucking head out on some bullshit. <laughs> With an academic sweatsuit on, nigga. Listen, he, listen. either do it or don't. You know what I'm saying? But I got somewhere to be. I got somewhere to be, it's, man. It's like I understand, <laughs> listen, I understand that's a dope line. But where did you come from, my nigga? We didn't even sh- listen. Your backstory is so thin. They didn't even show what type of building you came out of. Was it was it a, a ba- was it a bando? Was it a lawyer's office? Was it a house? Like, what did you come out of? He just came out the door. Either do. Do it or you don't. It's like, nigga, you just popped on the scene. We don't have any idea of your backstory. And you're eventually, you going to reign supreme? I, I just, I don't get how they just threw Marlo in here. But that's, listen, that's neither here nor there. Because if we start running into having another conversation about another series, you know, the show. <laughs> So I, I, was, I was talking. I was talking a little bit more about that earlier. It's, it's a bad comparison. It's terrible. Of course, yeah, everybody... because, of, because of, you you don't get the backstory. You only get that you know that the the cops read his his jacket and they know that all right, he got some stuff on there, something crazy. That's where they look and they just like, oh wow, really? Wouldn't you and like to know what that is, though? I would, but I mean, it got to be something crazy. <laughs> Like the so, stuff that they've seen in the show, like it's gotta be something that he was. I mean, he was wilding as an adolescent, he only 20 low, but low key, I mean, though. I feel like niggas didn't know him from where he came from. Like, they, they, if you in Baltimore City and you that big and that that much clout, and prop Joe don't know who the fuck you are, <laughs> and, and, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like, nigga, this was a writing, like, this was almost like you're trying to put. Tom Cruise in this shit now all of a sudden like I need to put an action figure or action hero in this bitch that's how Marlo popped up I think he's an amalgamation of, of a bunch of different drug dealers that they basically said so this you, is an you, example you of what the wire is trying to like correct itself like so like Neo so you get so, Mr. Smith so you have Avon and then you have come on here Marlo like see if you think of Avon, Avon got a, a huge backstory. His family, that name, that Barksdale name, rang bells for years, uh, leading even if with them in jail. Niggas that's doing time, as you saw him walk across to the the, the, uh, the field, 
that ain't clout from what you got in jail. That's clout from what you was in on the street. Yeah, but we still got we got to take their word on that too because we never we didn't see Avon come up either. Wait a minute, yeah, I never take seen your word. Wait a minute, take their word. Well, that's what we had to do. Listen, I guess I, I get what you're saying. Like, the fact that everybody was really on it, you should Thank take you. their word for it. The fact that the everybody other, was on it, the underlying without knowing anything, his his reputation preceded him before we even started watching The Wire. Like when we started watching The Wire. The weight of his character carried through. And this is, we talking about season three. Yes, sir. Come on here. Marlo, Marlo, what's, what's the difference? Marlo, 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 the point is, um, Marlo so. pops up out of nowhere. And now all of a sudden, he can talk crazy and breezy to the rest of the niggas and got a strong crew with a bunch of muscle. Internets. I mean, well, that's the. Miguelito got these niggas. Miguelito got the Lords a bit dyspeptic right now. No, no, that's it. That's the that's the formula. He got he got he he got the crew, he got the position, he got the product. Like, wow, he's that dude. So like, why not be that? Like, all right. When somebody is that dude, right? What kind of rep do they have? They got a Barksdale rep. Marlo had none of that. You know, I would have rather seen Marlo be from like, you know how they be saying New York niggas come down, brother Malzoon on some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? They just say niggas just come down and run shit, right? They come through DC or they come through Baltimore niggas hate New York niggas. Like if you had that kind of reputation and you plop down, I understand it. Cause it's an inherent in like a, like a inbred hate, like for niggas that's coming from out of town and taking over your hood. But from where I sit, Marlo was from the hood. Marlo put in work in the hood and nobody knew him. They just like, who is this kid coming out of nowhere stepping on my corners? It's like, so all, huh? all in, okay, all so in speaking all. of another series, what wouldn't that be like ghost-ish activity? <coughs> no. See, that's the thing. No, nah, I, ghost I have, I'm, I'm, This is all what right. I'm doing about. See, I wouldn't compare ghost because ghost that show is cartoonish. <laughs> if we talk about authenticity, it's only one other show that compares to this one. That oh, people okay. are comparing. They're making that leap. <laughs> and I'm not going to say that name because it could come up in future productions from the podcast crew. Coming up later. Later on. Listen, yeah, from, the, well, I mean, from the Savage crew, so it could come up. But what I'm saying to you is this. That young man's in that show, that the name we do not speak, is his you know backstory. What? So if this was Makes. basketball, come on here. I, I would say so. Would Marlo be like Luca, like a young boy, like you don't really know what he really did. Nah, but no. but where he's at right now, like he's murdering. So like you can't. It doesn't really matter what happened. Nah, in the past. look. So right if we're now, gonna use that analogy. If we're gonna use that analogy, that's basically Luca is like a New York nigga coming over, taking over Baltimore, because he's from overseas, and we already know the overseas niggas got game. They got Euro steps. They got jump shots. They got all that shit. So we already know that. This nigga Marlo is like a motherfucker from the G League that you know is down there scoring, but then he ain't gonna come here and take over our shit. That's it's like does. a nigga like that. But so how does that happen? Ultimately, what you're saying is this nigga Marlo's placement is out of place. It's out of place. If we if we was gonna drop Marlo into the world of the wire, that's supposed to be season one. We supposed to see a Mike type progression. 
Yeah, we we should have heard we should have heard his name prior. You're right. Thank you. We're supposed to see a, a, a certain kind of progression. So the, I think this is the only place piece that's out of place. Even though Marlo is an impactful character and he will go down in history, right? That young man who played that will be one of the illest villains ever, basically. Right? In in hood hood Salute Jamie Hector. Like he played this part Always, as if you know, but then I think about this. He is out of place in this whole series. It's like we didn't even get this kind of backstory with Stringer Bell. We didn't get this kind of takeover game with Stringer. Like Stringer is somebody that I've grown accustomed to. You don't get a backstory with Stringer either. All you knew is that him and Avon was friends and that they used to sit in like, oh, we used to look at this building. But obviously he never put in no work because All right. Listen so at this though. You don't know anything about Stringer either. Listen about Damn, listen why, at this. Why, why are you dissing Stringer though, man? <laughs> I'm not, I'm not dissing Stringer. <laughs> Let's talk about that piece though. That person. How I'm familiar I'm just saying of the fact, like, saying put in no work, how familiar well, that's the truth. Is, like the first body that he really, like, he, that he really took, he didn't take, but he, you know, he orchestrated with D'Angelo. What well, did not say? Right that means mean, no, because you know, what I'm saying he orchestrated because, other stuff. I, that's why I said, let me not say it like that, but like for for him to say, you know, uh, that this is later on, but like what life you snatch. Like he said that for a reason. That's his best friend. Man. Like they know each other. Like come on, like bro, what work you really put in? But then that's his we really best think friend about this. So you went down into the series, right? What I'm doing is paralleling it with authenticity. If we hold a candle up to authenticity, whose character looks more authentic, Stringer Bell or Marlo? How many, how familiar are you with Stringer Bell's story? <laughs> you look at Marlo's story. Marlo it's everybody's more, story. Everybody Marlo wants to get drugs and get out the hood and, 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 and do business. I mean, I and get what's that. what's Marlo's story? He's a fucking superhero. Sweeps into the hood <laughs> with superpowers. The powers of muscle. And I take over Chris all of Baltimore City. Look, no, I, 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 I think over. he had the, the power of, of, he was super cautious. And he had luck on his side. He had a lot of luck. Just like, that's what it takes to win the championship. Sometimes you just need a little bit of luck. You got the right pieces in place, and you need a little bit of luck. And that's I'll... it. Like, Goddamn. Fucking Franklin. Oh, uh, boy. I thought we was going to fuck it, All I His name is Franklin, man. <laughs> oh, my fault. All I heard was fucking Franklin, so I thought you were saying something about, you know, with Murray. Just... Hey, and I'm like, Franklin. damn. So now we got beef on that. But I'm right, just saying, if we all take that, if we take Franklin's backstory and we take Marlo's backstory, backstory, there's only one person that's more believable. Everything else is, is it's like a cartoonish version of a drug dealer that they just inserted. This is what tells me that it's white people making the show. I'm just being honest with you now. Come on here. I mean, I, I, I get that, but like how, all right. So like how, how do they, how, how would you remedy that? You need a whole season. I mean, you, you, you need a whole season for. Was Marlo not worth a whole season? I mean, the impact that the impact that Marlo had on on the wire in general. Right, but it needed to be where he like if he was in the first season and they was beat like they couldn't have been beefing with Prop Joe and all the cops and all this in the first season. Like it was it was a lot. Like I mean, all right, I wait. 
right, I'll ask you this question. I'll ask you this question though. Was there a better way to introduce Marlo into this? A better way to introduce him? Marlo no, into but the whole they could have Oh, I mean they they could have they could have inserted his backstory. Some in bits a and bit pieces. Of, some bits and pieces. Bits and pieces. That's but, right. the, he, but he, he got one of the best introductions into a series I've ever seen. Like the first scene. That's just raw aggression, bro. Like, yo, do it or don't, man. Yo, bro, that's where to go. We didn't, like, listen, that's fire. I don't, it's fire, but we didn't even see the niggas. We didn't, we saw him from the chest up. <laughs> that was it. Of all you saw of Marlo, that was the introduction of the rawest gangster in Baltimore. And that's okay to you? Like, that, the only, I was okay with The Wire, but then once the, that story arc was over, it was like, what? What happened again? This is the only part of the wire I have like a complaint about. Besides, you know, the Polish folks. You know, what I mean, I, I, I'm sure y'all went over that. But, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I'm just saying the story arc with with once Marlo was done, it was almost like, what? The, what? What did I just watch? Like, what the fuck happened? It's like I, I get it. And it's like I enjoyed the wire, but then if I'm talking, we now breaking it down now. You know what I'm saying? We're looking back on the wire and stepping into a place where we've seen other shows. We have something to hold it up to because this is now this is considered one of the greatest shows on television. True. It's time for some critical, you know. So let's be critical a bit about what's going is, on. If you're a writer, all right. So now you you try to put this together. I'm right here. I'm all a writer. Right. All right, you try to put this together. You have to have somebody who is just as formidable as Barksdale. And like, granted, where they were, I mean, if you think about it, if it's the first season, you don't got the production, you got the salary to do all of the, the people that and, and places that they had to, to, you know what I'm saying, to put, you know, to make it happen. They, like you mm-hmm. saw, they had baggy watches, bad mm-hmm. suits, and everything in the first season. <laughs> yeah, they, they plenty of terrible they, they elevated, yeah, they elevated to the third season, and then now you place this guy. So now, but he he can't now. You know you can't place him in the third season. Now you watch his rise. He gotta be just as formidable to go up against the mighty Avon Barksdale and his crew. So he can't just be, you know, low level like he's on his way up. He gotta be that dude because we go like we're gonna go to war with Barksdale, which is unhurt. Even Prop Joe, they be talking like, yo, you you really want to do that? Like everybody's shook daddy when it comes to talking like, yo, we're gonna yeah, beef with, with Avon. Marlo was the only one like now nah, what's up I'm with it and like in order to be that like you have to have somebody who's just as formative like like I so said like, with, but you know, has, so what you're Mr. basically Smith. saying is what you're basically saying is there has to be some mystery behind there has to be yeah, some mystery and, behind how he but then the mystique when he first came in yeah the mystique was like oh yeah it's okay. some it's some young boy Marlo and like All so right. now you don't know you don't know nothing about Marlo so now it's 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 just like how the cops are trying to find out about him. We're finding out about him. So All I mean, right. I get it. How do you, you know? How do so you I didn't know. know. Question. Let me ask Go you ahead. A question then. Do y'all think this season was a recovery season from the previous season two, which could have possibly, which could have possibly had them get the fuck up out of here, and why it would have been only two seasons? Come on here. This I is agree. what I'm talking about. That's a, that, yeah, that's that's definitely a good take. And Marlo, like, if you think about the, the way they inserted Marlo, this is the first time we see him. That redeemed the rest of the series going forward. 
we now all of a sudden care about what's happening to some of these ancillary pieces of dope. Like, we care about what happened to Pop Joe. Even though he had a significant part for what was going forward, we wanted to see how Marlo was going to impact Pop Joe. Like, so now these people that had ancillary pieces on how the whole dope game fit together, we can't, even down to the police, how are the police going to interact with Marlo? It tied the whole series back together and redeemed it. I, that's the word for it. Somebody and you had to have, create. Yeah, must have wrote this, Simon and said, uh, bring Sidnor back too. Because he, he something, listen, <laughs> you had to bring this mythical person on board for us to now buy back in, man, for real. Because those motherfucking Greeks, those Greeks, they could have left that on. They could have did that on Showtime. No, what's the one that go with Cinemax? They could have did that on Cinemax. <laughs> I mean, but you see why it was needed, though, because like, they're, now you know where the pack. I mean, they did a whole season, so now you know where the package is coming from. All right, now think about this, though. <laughs> think about this. The same way we're supposed to understand Marlo, you're in a port city. <laughs> we are understand that it's coming from the port. We we should know this. That's true. You're true. you're in a port port city, so it's like, do you need the Greeks to tell that part of the story? Fuck no. You can just say the Greeks brought the shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, hey McGee, anyway. McGee, yo, we're going to have to cut all the need of smart talking and, and intelligence that he brings to this. I feel like he fucking up the show for us, man. Dang. He ain't getting no love. He ain't, he, ain't giving us no, he ain't giving the wire no love, man. He, he talking critical on him. Nah, nah, man. We need this, though. We can't. This ain't no rainbows and butterflies, you know what I'm saying? Like, you shitted on the whole second season. So, so this is the first You're right. So, I definitely so now did. I got a question. So, like, all right. Outside of his back, like them not saying his backstory, like what other problem do you have with Marlo? Outside of that, I don't have, I don't, I don't have any problem with. It. All right, so it's just a that this is, tell you what he did. But this is exactly what I mean. It's like I don't have a problem with it because it's the probably the it's the launching point to me. Besides when the, it started off great. It slowed down, it took a dip. And you talk about newspapers and shit like that. I don't give a fuck about none of that. <laughs> you know, I'm being honest with you. I don't give a fuck about none of that. I don't care about a reporter. When you bring me a John Wick, John McClane <laughs> type of character into a series, you insert a motherfucker like that. Even down to cheese, I'm looking at, I'm looking at cheese in this shit. I'm looking at Method Man, that shit. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? You bring somebody like Marlo into a series, nigga, we need to know where the fuck he came. You could make another series about Marlo in his in his rise. They could have. I'm a screenwriter. I'm working on that. You could have did the same for Mike too. Could have did the same for Mike. Could have did the same for Stringer. Could have did Avon. Like if Mr. God rest his soul ain't David Simon dead, right? Nah, that's Rob. That's Rob. Robert Colesbury. Nah, I thought uh, I thought David Simon passed away too. We should know yeah, this, I man. Think, I don't think so. I, I'll we look know up. this. We gotta check our advanced wiki. My bad. We, we wasn't prepared for that. My I bad. think he's still, sorry, nah, he's still alive. Man. Man. He gotta be still alive. It's Robert Col uh, Colesbury, I believe. That's that yeah. Bad. He's still alive. Yeah, David Simon's still alive. Yeah. 
But I really feel like this is one of the most well-written shows. I'm giving it all those accolades. I should have probably did that first, right? <laughs> this is one of the best-written shows that we've ever seen on television. Like this show will never get the 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 flowers that it deserves. You know, I, it really won't ever get the flowers that it deserves. I don't want it to ever stay under hood classic like th- that you know genre you know how we do we'll yeah. just pop a movie in there it's waist deep fucking you know what I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying undercover waist deep. Listen, as long as my nigga don't disrespect we'll, killer season we good man. Listen, we'll just throw movies in there niggas a whole series this shit has had us on lock for years and years you know what I mean and it was riveting television because it was not only just believable, it was every city. Then when you pop in some shit like that that's not as believable, that's what bothers me. That's 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 it about Marlo. I'm sorry, but I know this is why I'm here. This is why I wanted to talk about it. Because considering the rise and what happens in next in, in the next few episodes, all of that shit, come on, man. We need more, man. We need more from this kid, man. And internet, there's so much to cover in this this episode. Um, so I'ma just start running through shit. Bubbles Go and ahead. Johnny. Sorry. <laughs> Can't stand bubbles, man. But bubbles and Johnny <laughs> running through the streets with shopping carts full of junk. You know, this is where Marlo makes his appearance. <laughs> um, you know, they fucking fucked up a Cadillac Escalade. Um Clean one too. Yeah. And in order to repay their debt, son took their pants. So now they going to the scrapyard with no pants, trying to, you know, off all this junk that they got. Speaking of that shit, um, in my industry, especially the electrical industry, like a lot of the electricians or whatever, you know, they run around um, doing certain projects and they get this shit called mongo which is scrap metal and they turn that shit in and get a lot of like dead copper get a lot of money for that shit mm-hmm. so yeah there's been times where you know i've had projects and you know i send my guys out and they get the mongo and then you know depending on how much they they come back with i'm like nah i need my cut too because <laughs> mm-hmm. they come you back sure with you it on Everybody does it. I don't give a shit. We only got six listeners anyway, so it don't matter. And I'm not in. I'm not in the subcontractor side anymore, so it don't matter. Uh, but you got you got the you gonna get the needle bump. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you need to bring people. The needle effect. The needle yeah. effect. Nah. Listen, we'll yeah, see. So, so Mongo, <laughs> Mongo Slave was my nickname. You know what I'm saying? That's all I used to Mongo go. Slave. <laughs> yeah. Need You know where that's from. You gotta know where that shit from, son. I know. I know they don't. Mongo, I, I, Mongo it got my memory, Slade. man. Come on, son. Sydney Portier and Bill Cosby. Yes, okay. Saturday Night Live. Uptown yeah. Saturday Night. Uptown Saturday let, Night. Let's, yeah. let's do it again and all them shits. Come on here. You thought right. he had a cosign. I thought, yeah. 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 <laughs> anyway, um, so we spoke he, about he, Barlow listen. for 30 minutes. Yeah, sorry about that. My bad. Nah, we appreciate that. That's exactly why you was here. We spoke about Marlo for 30 minutes. Um, I mean, now we can talk about the cops for a little bit. So, major crimes unit, that's consisting of who? McNutty and Sid Norris. Sid Norris back. I mean, we had questions like, where the fuck was he in season two? 
must have, you know, had a baby or something or was locked up. I don't know. But he, he's back and they doing surveillance on cheese. Um, so they're part of the major crimes unit along with, uh, you know, Lester and uh, Shaquem and all of them. And the Western District, I think that's my favorite district because <laughs> it got Carve and Herc and, and Bunny, who is the mastermind of legalizing drugs. You know, he eventually starts Amsterdam in this season, which is which is phenomenal. You know what I mean? Right. Well, what's, what's, his, what's his uh right hand man name? Shit, and I, I mentioned it when he made his first appearance. And um the white, yeah, I can't, yeah, the white dude. I can't I know I know it's an upcoming so. uh episode where he's talking about Amsterdam and he like pretend like he's smoking, he like it's yeah. good shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think the funny is the big mustache. We briefly yeah. talk about yeah, how we briefly talk about uh, Comstat and, and Rawls being Rawls coming at all of the fucking commanders. Um, no, Bunny, Bunny had Bunny had a nice little. He had a nice little joint too when he was talking about where are you. Oh yeah. He asked that he's like, yo, where are you, man? You know where you at? Oh, he's trying to nigga point it up. He said, where's North? <laughs> where's he North? said, where's North? <laughs> Motherfucker said. <laughs> Money caught some niggas some, com- some compasses, man. Yeah. <laughs> and then when they came out, of course, they was greeted by Carve and Hurt. Yeah, Hurt's like, yo, he been running that line for I don't know how long, goddammit. Nigga said, my dick is pointed south, southwest. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. But then you don't think about that either. Like, it's like, a motherfucker asked you which way is north and what? You'd be like, huh? Like, you gotta think about it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I still I still have to, like, really think, like, oh, <laughs> the northwest corner of this north side is the what? Huh? Like, yeah, which yeah. side is that? Oh, all right. Nah. You know what? I used to, when I, went, when I lived in Baltimore, right? You know, true story. I used to be a code enforcement um, uh, a person for the Baltimore city, right? So I used to have to drive through these hoods. I was in a, I think it was a 05 Dodge Magnum. <laughs> I had 10 on the windows. It was, it was, it was just regular. When I'm driving through these hoods with these boarded up homes that I gotta go in. From the wire, you know how they what they was doing in them boarded up homes and shit, right? Just the girl houses, the vacants. Just imagine me. With hard bottom, slippery earls on. <laughs> Listen, slacks and a T in it. Slippery earls, son. These niggas thought I was the police. They're asking me, what the? Code enforcement, you know. <laughs> you know, I'm here to review the location. These niggas, man, I almost got shit 10 times, man. This nigga says slippery pearls. I'm running around slippery earls, man. Code enforcement. <laughs> I'm glad you made it home, my guy. Fam, listen, that was probably the worst job that I've ever had, man. I don't work at McDonald's, nigga, in Ocean City, goddammit. But yeah, that shit was crazy. But it, it was, Gus, think about it, though. That's the same time the wire's out. I'm learning about this shit. And the guy I'm with is such a hard charger. The dude who was teaching me the ropes. He out there talking to them dope dealers like, I'm like, yo, nigga, you gonna get us killed out here, man. <laughs> What's them four little blocks that's right there? Poe Avenue right there, not Poe Avenue. What's them shits right there on um, Parfa Road when you coming up the hill from Montebello right there? You bust that right? That was my de- my designation right there. I used to have to look through them cribs. 
Shit. Shit was crazy, man. Right in the middle of the fucking hood, man. Damn. They fixing it up now, though. Well, not too bad. Well, I would never live over there, though. You had to do what you had to do. <laughs> and you know that, you know, on the wire too, where they was buying them burners from that little, uh, that little convenience store right there. <laughs> That's on the <laughs> right there. That's right, Mondo Mart, right there. <laughs> it's crazy, man. They need to have a wire, like, like you know how, like, they do in Hollywood. They do the fucking, uh, they do the uh, the Walk of Stars, or they show you where certain <laughs> scenes were shot. They need to do that with the wire, man. Like, set, set that up. Set it up. Right man. here was where B and B. The wire talk. <laughs> this is the payphone that niggas was using right here to talk about <laughs> cheese. <and nothing. laughs> That's another thing too. Y'all ain't talking about my man that was snitching on himself. That was pre-Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Self-incriminating himself. Yo, letting it all go, man. Get indicted hotline for real. Get indicted. <laughs> 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 when I heard a hustler, how can I help you? Nigga, I want half a bird. You know. <laughs> I'm listening to the nigga run on the tapes like, yo, this nigga trying to. Yeah, I was like, this is the this is three Instagram. Okay, <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay, motherfucker. <laughs> yo, pre Instagram. You know how niggas niggas snitch on themselves on Instagram crazy right recording every fucking thing that's basically what he was doing that's exactly what the fuck he was doing <laughs> hell yeah I'm fucking like yo this nigga they hours and hours in hip shit yo let me ask y'all this question though for real real rap yeah Bubs listen Bubs and Johnny they really needed to be in the show I think not, Bubs, not, not, not Johnny. Bubs. But I'm about yeah, to say Bubs, Johnny. Bubs got an award in like the first season. But like, tell me why. Because he was an integral part of bringing down the Barksdale organization. Okay. So is that was the only way you were going to bring down the Barksdales? That's the way that they chose to. I mean, it's not the only. I mean, it's it's more than one way to skin a cat, right? But that's All the way right, that they showed about us. it. Alright, I'm, 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 I'm not going to spend 30 minutes on it, but I'm going to talk about all right. it. Alright, let's do it. Alright, so we already being portrayed a certain way being drug dealers in the city and stuff like that, right? Did we have to bring the Black Fiend into this and make them and well, I, you know what? You know how you was just talking about the metal, right, McGee? Mm-hmm. You were just talking about showing different type of hustles that you do in the street and stuff like that, right? Yep. And how the crack game is really affecting you and how the dope game is affecting you basically and the Heron and all that. Couldn't you have done that through more than one person? You Does could've... it have to be done through a black dude, Bubs, and yeah, he had all the personality. I felt like it was Jar Jar Binks, man, of the wire, man. <laughs> this is just me saying it, dog. Come well, on, I mean, man. So what would you rather him be? I mean, because he wasn't, was, he was like Puerto Rican. So he wasn't necessarily. It's, it's more like minstrel show shit, man. It's like it felt like even just down to him, them taking his pants and shit like that. I'm like, all right. Is that you a little I mean? brother reference? <laughs> <laughs> well, nah, nah. 
you know, I'm just saying. I'm about to say, you might, you might be the, the king of the neo souls and shit saying that. My nigga Fonte. I just felt it was just a mention. I don't like that. I don't like that piece of it. I'd rather it be like a, a bunch of different. And I feel like that's how Marlo was born too. On some amalgamation of all the dope fiends in Baltimore. They put them in bubs. And then that was it. They have bubs spanning so many storylines. It's like, cut it the fuck out. He's a fiend. He's a yeah, fiend. Kinda, I mean, but wouldn't a fiend know? I mean, but think about it. You're talking about Baltimore. I mean, what? what's the... He was a what's fiend the in the CI. He was necessary. All right, a fiend in the like, CI. What is he, right. he going to look like, though? Like, what would you want him to look like? He can't look it's like not... Johnny because Johnny, like, all right, well... It's a white dude out here. I mean, primarily in Baltimore City, you're going to see more people that look All like right. Bugs than people that look like Johnny. On each level, though, let's be real with it now. This might be getting a little deep. On each level, city council people, pawns, mayors, pawns. These are black people. Police commissioners, pawns. Fiend. White folks in the show? Are there, any, you. were there any porn white guys in the show it's coming from the perspective of a white writer like you know what I'm saying it's like I get it and I understand yeah. but it's yeah. like there hasn't there, there wasn't any white people taking elves besides Johnny <laughs> in the motherfucker <laughs> I mean Prez, Prez Prez was a herb Herc was a herb when he first started I mean yeah. I mean, I get it. I mean, I, so I, I understand what you're saying. Like, you got people in position, but they're like lame ducks. Like, they can't really, they don't got no power or they're scared to really assert themselves because they're worried about, you know, an up, an upcoming election. I mean, but you still have powerful, you know, black men too. Avon, Marlowe. Like, they shit on the whole city council, basically. The city council was what shit, basically. And you know, all of Baltimore. Yeah, mayor with the exception now. of Carcetti. Yeah. Huh? With the exception of Carcetti. Is that not bugged out? The light the light skinned black dude. Man, he ain't do nothing though. <laughs> he was I there. Just, I mean he was a part of it. I'm just about being Carcetti's man, Councilman Gray. I'm just hindsight it's twenty twenty. We've we've had time to sit with the wire, right? We had time to kind of look at these things. And it's like they're introducing these characters. And then they're introducing these characters in a certain way because you're going to sit with them for the rest of the series. But this was the genius of Simon and Colesbury, if you think yeah. about it. Yeah. It was the genius of it because it's like when you think about the impact, like Bugs is forever going to be that dope fiend to me. I don't give a shit what he plays. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I don't give a shit. He, what, I don't give a shit whatever he plays. It's going to be a dope fiend. But if that was fucking, you know... Leonardo I don't DiFagio. know. Thank you. I was, that's the name I was thinking too. I'm thinking if I'm thinking Leonardo DiCaprio or somebody like that or a young, another young white up and coming actor or something like that. Even Johnny, you don't. He's like so nondescript. It's like you don't even remember his face for. If you saw him in something else, you'd be like, man, fuck that. But see, with me, with Leonardo, right? He's gonna always be Wolf of Wall Street to me. So he's gonna be always the Quaalu popping. You know, nah, nah, wow. I, I, like, I like that Leo. I like that. He's a nigga. Leo, Leo's a nigga in um, 
He's a nigga in the Titanic to me, man. That's what I think. That's not as ill as part, though. The Wolf of Wall Street. The illest part is fucking Django, my nigga. Mm. Listen, he fucked that Django role up, nigga. You hear me? <laughs> I yeah, watched Django. He, he fucked up Frank Abagnale role, too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Catch me if you yeah, can. He was nice as Frank Abagnale. Yeah. He did fuck Frank Abagnale up, though. He also nah, did the part. That joint came out right before the movie came out, like, like right before the scamming era. So it was like, it was crazy that, that, that correlation, I feel. Like, it came out right yeah, before. And, like, when I was doing bust stuff. Checks. Bust yeah. Checks, huh? yeah, it was like, you, you know, Russians? you see the stuff. <laughs> no, I didn't do the, I didn't do the check with the Russians. Like, I, that, that joint, like, dropping checks, that, that was, that was wild. Because, like, I didn't, like, when you really realize what Cass was doing, it's like, damn, like, you really jamming people up. But people didn't care because it was like, you know, you get a couple thousand off of it. You know what I'm saying? I was like, yeah, that's real stupid. You want to drop a fake check and get the advance bread take that out and then still take the hit for all the money and you're going to give that's going to be wild half what you just got to the person think, for giving you the check it's crazy think about that too look what's the name gave birth to the wire too gave birth to burnouts too I was selling burnouts at Morgan I was selling phone? burnout phones yeah hell yeah mm-hmm. Nextel the nigga well I ain't gonna say his name but the niggas know him he used to work at the Nextel store It'd be 10 boxes, man. I had them boxes from Maryland Eastern Shore to fucking Rutgers. I was selling 10, 15 <laughs> phones, burnouts, man. It may last you six months. It may last you six days. <laughs> but <laughs> niggas was chirping off the strength of me, man. Chirping off the strength chirping, of me. Chirping, chirping. <laughs> and then them burnouts that they was running through in the wire, God damn. That was, you used to think if you had a burnout, you was definitely... When you used to have a beeper, you thought you was a hustler. When you had a burnout, you thought you was a hustler. Like a prepaid phone, <laughs> nigga. It, it, I, oh my gosh, I can't even get into some of the shit because we on tape. You know what I'm saying? And, and to that, so with that being said, we don't want anybody to incriminate themselves. Yeah, so this brings us. Yourself, so this brings know. us to the through the wire segment. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, the, the first episode of season three it aired in two thousand and four. So, if you can go back to that year, what would you tell yourself? Is there anything that you would want to change? So we can let our guest hosts go first. Who is that? That's me. <laughs> is that me? Yes, sir. I'm not the host, man. I'm just the guest, man. I mean, I'm on y'all. I'm on y'all front porch, man. No, don't worry. That's the McCall we're talking. We let the guest. But go. real rap, real rap. The um. Thing I probably would change in oh, my baby was born in 03. Um, 04, the thing I would have changed, I would have probably had a job that wasn't associated with my family in 2004. That's and I'll give you a little backstory. I worked, I was selling insurance, that's and I was older when I went to college. I went back to Morgan, I was 22 years old when I went to Morgan. Um, so when I went there, I needed a job, I needed money because I had cars and everything at that time. And my wife at the time, her father was an insurance uh, agent. And he was like, I can get you a job here. So I quickly got my licenses and shit like that. And I was making money in college, heavy dough. But I was only spending the dough on dumb shit. I was buying Gucci shoes, Prada's to play (laughs) basketball in, wild shit like that, Versace t-shirts. 
pencil pocket guest jeans, 075s, nigga. That's what I was doing in 04, man. Sidekicks Whoa. with a plan. You know, you know, I had sidekicks. I had the first two-way when I was on campus to first find the great Star Tech shit. Let's talk about it, my nigga. <laughs> but, I, you well, know, I was at Morgan stunting, you know what I'm saying? And then one day a motherfucker came to me and said, yo, you seen this bitch? She got a Star Tech and a motherfucking Star Tech uh, two-way. He talking to me about my girlfriend at the time, which was called my, who was my wife. She was the only one on campus with that shit. So I'm spending money frivolously thinking about back then where I could have done with that money. I would have, my daughter would have been in a better place today if I was spending bread a different way. So, yeah. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Lord McMorris. You sure you on the way to A&T, though. She did good, man. She did good, but it, we would have been on our way somewhere else, man, thinking about it. I'd have had a, you know, some things I wouldn't have had to sacrifice as much as I did just to get her there. I can respect it. Respect. Lord Big Morris. Uh, I mean, I would probably go. I would, you know, give myself some, um, like, just say, remember, like, yo, remember Google, Yahoo, Facebook. Like, I would just, you know, what I'm saying, talk to myself, like, you know, what I'm saying? I guess, kind of on the lines of what, you know, what, uh, what I guess was saying. I forgot how to say Mikey though. You know, I'm bad with, with, with words sometimes. But anyway, um, <laughs> you know, like, kind of like the same thing. Like, I really, you know, you, like, when you think about as you get old, like, all the bread you, you wasted. Yeah. Hell yeah. Was, especially 04. I, 04, I had, a, uh, that was my first, like, older girlfriend. Like, she was a little older. Nigga. And I, just, I found out, like, and I was, like, crushed afterwards. But either way, um, yeah, I would like give myself, you know, I would tell myself like stay away from certain like certain chicks, like yo, stay like stay away from the light joints with the big foreheads, like stay far away. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, man, just... that's on tape too. <laughs> <laughs> like, just stay away, man. Like, them joints don't mean you know, they nothing but poison. <laughs> like, just do the mm. but anyway, yeah, I would you know tell myself to invest and be. You know what I'm saying? Just just uh spend my money wisely and be healthier from jump. You know what I'm saying? Just like be healthier. His lordship. Uh let's see. Oh four. I was in Morgan View with, with my guys and again that was great times. I definitely enjoyed it being close to campus and but in retrospect I do kind of wish that we all just got like apartments in Dutch Village because it saved a lot of bread. Or shoot, um, what's the other Dutch spot? Village. Yeah, we could have we, we could have saved cool. bread though. Morgan View Apartments was nice, but they was expensive as shit too. It was like shot in Dutch Village. Yeah, Dutch Village crazy. Like, sheesh. N- niggas, I know niggas who live there. They all survived. We be alright. But um, I told you, I almost got robbed in Dutch Village trying to get some I'm, weed when they I'm ran sure. up in the car. I believe it. No <laughs> doubt. <laughs> Fucking like, Dutch, yeah, an- another thing, you know what I'm saying? I I wish I'd have kept investing in my man radio. I didn't think he would go as far as he did with the DJ and shit, but it ended up going a lot farther than I thought. Um, you know, okay. and I guess I was I had an opportunity to be there on the ground floor. Um, but some shit came up, so I had to, you know, kind of you know fall back from it. But that's one thing. If I wish I'd have stayed invested with him, because you know, he ended up doing really good, street sweeper, justo, rookie of the year, some shit like that. So Salute to the God Radio. Just returning back from Columbia. Um, 
But yeah, that's about it. Otherwise, I would just try to save some money, not popping sneakers every week, stuff like Hell that. Yeah. <coughs> so you must have met with the connect. He was in Columbia, by Oh, you talking about Ray? Yeah, you met with Poppy, definitely. Yeah, he, he, he moving out there. there. His other family is out there. <laughs> third family. His third family. Yeah, he got family in DR. Anyway. Um, 04. That, that is an interesting year for me. Graduated from college. Um, and if I had the chance to redo it, I'd make a decision that I actually made, but went back on, which kind of sort of fucked me and made me go through hell for several years to come afterwards. Um, and that was dealing with my ex. Um, I had let her go. I was working in, in Manhattan at the time, living in Brooklyn. She was living on the island. Things was rocky. I knew shit wasn't right. I wasn't happy. And, you know, I. I like fuck it, I can't, I can't do this. But I felt bad because you know she, she had a child, um, and I was in the child's oh, life. No, no, mind. Oh, fuck. you gonna get Terry McGuire? Yeah, we we had got together when her daughter was like seven months, um, and this was in 2002. So 04 comes around, we still together. So obviously I'm like stepdaddy now. I mean, we wasn't married or nothing, but I was around. And the only reason why I stayed is because of the little girl, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I kind of sort of wish that I would just like, fuck it, and, and had the strength to just say, nah, I'm good, and, and went in a different direction as opposed to uh, going back on how I really felt, because that, I, I had to forego a lot of different opportunities because of that shit, so. You like check up on the little girl right now? Nah, the little <laughs> So, little girl is little girl, nineteen 17 now. Years old, yeah, seventeen, eighteen years old. Well, nineteen I, I now. Like you know, like hey, how you doing? You know, I, I seen I seen her probably like maybe a year ago, a year or so ago. She was happy to see me, but um, other than that, me and her mother had a very toxic relationship. That shit was bad. And me and Nita, we got to rap about that anyway. We supposed to rap about our situations because mm-hmm. we had some similar shit going on. Mm-hmm. Um. So we had a very toxic relationship. Um, it was just bad. To the point where, you know I mean, the, the mother was on some shit like, yo, you know, after all, you ain't got to worry about me because she's not yours anyway. So if she got oh, the nigga to go all say some shit like that to me, you understand? When I've been in that child's life for seven fucking years. Well, for that's for right away. That's, that's crazy. Up. You understand? So, yeah. yeah. That's, that's one of the things that I wish that I just would let the fuck go. Yeah, Kevin Moore. But I got a good heart. I ain't the Grinch. Right. That's that's my fucking that's my motto, man. FTK, my nigga. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> and then the, the last the last question of the through the wire segment is all right, so we were talking about 04. What were some of your favorite albums or songs from that year? And I'll just go first, so I'll give you a couple. Confessions was fired. Nigga, Usher was in the bag. Yeah, was, I was going to say burn. Usher was firing back then. Bags, so that nigga was in his bags, man. Um, fire back then. Who else had some good shit? You know, I'm a Neo Soul R&B nigga. Um, Carl Thomas had a decent album that I, I fucked with. Um, I'm trying to think who else had some shit. I don't think it was Donnell Jones shit out there. See, you want some where I want to be shit? 
Nah, that was 1999, my nigga. <laughs> oh, listen, I'm talking about Outkast, man. All right. All right I, I mean, it. Hey, y'all, what's out back then, man? I ain't even gonna lie to you. There's one nigga that had a fire album. I'm not gonna mention his name, but one, two, three, L O V E. Happy people, baby. That nigga shit was. I fucked that mm-hmm. album heavy. I'm not gonna say his name on the pod. We might get shut down, my nigga. He in jail right now. Damn. Drop a hint. Happy people, nigga. Oh. Step in the name of love ass nigga. Oh, oh, oh okay. Was it chocolate? Was that chocolate? Nah, that was that was happy people, nigga. Oh, shit, I don't know. Let's fuck with Usher, Outcast. Outcast had the uh the Southern Playalistic. Joint. Um, I, back then, when I was in 04, man, I, I wasn't no R&B nigga at all. I was really that <laughs> R&B slash. You know, back then they was mashing together R&B stars with rap artists. So it's like, you know, like that was like Mario Winans and niggas like that was out, you know, <laughs> singing singing hooks and shit. She go to bars and shit like that, singing hooks for fucking songs. That, that was my shit back then, man. I was like the Chico the Barge album was fire though. Fire, man. man. That's why nigga Chico, man. Son. Y'all niggas don't understand that shit. Say it again. Nigga. Lean back was out back then. That was was an era back then, man. Oh four? I ain't listening to it. Yeah, Kiss yeah, Kiss first album came out. Kiss I ain't death. never listened to Got my got my guy Capo, Jim Jones first album dropped in. Jim Jones the first album dropped in? Was, was so that on my way to su- church? Oh, I, I was about to say I, that that oh, was okay. some of Miami and shit. No, nah, that then that was the next album. Yeah, it was like oh six, oh seven. The, like uh certified gangsters and shit like oh, that. Oh right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Got I mean uh, honestly probably Nelly. Nelly had the summer on fire. In that's 2004 that's with Dilemma. That's what shoot shit. I mean, yeah, I mean, but Dilemma was alright. I like that joint. Negative about it. Oh, oh well. see, we, we got, got Banks. Dile- Banks dropped too. Speaking, yeah. of, speaking of Banks, this nigga. He just, he just dropped too. He just yeah. dropped too. Y'all listen to that already? I haven't. I haven't listened. I ain't gonna lie. I haven't listened to it yet. Yeah. I haven't I even listened. Real shit. I just started listening to. Um, I just started listening to. Um, Nicole. No, what's that nigga name? Dmx, man. I'm sorry, oh, man. I, I just listened to that out for the first time. Wait, what? Like, 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 wait, huh? You like never listened to him before? No, his new album. No, no. His oh, album, all right. That's all right, my fault. That's why I was like, wait, <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> My fault. No. I was super confused. All right, my bad. Uh, another, another dope album that I, I ain't gonna front. I slept on it when it first came out, but this shit is tough. Um, Snoop Dogg's RNG or Rhythm and Gangsta came out in 04 as well. I said Needham already mentioned the Terror Squad album. Hell yeah. Damn, I'm surprised McGee ain't mentioned Foreign Exchange had an album in 04, apparently. Oh, shit. I forgot. Which one was, which one was that? Connected. Oh, hell yeah, son. That was definitely before my um, foreign exchange time. Yeah, Made him. You don't well. fuck with you don't you don't fuck with Nikolai and uh, Fonte. Uh, you know, 
that's too deep in that book bag. Neo Soul. <laughs> I don't know. Me, I'm, on, I ain't gonna say I'm top. Listen, I ain't gonna say I'm top like, 40, but I don't be digging in the crates, man. I don't be digging in the crates, man. But I, I, I ain't top 40, but I, I don't be digging like that, man. Like, my my greatest, listen, my greatest find, I'm gonna be honest with you, my greatest find was J fucking Z, man. <laughs> I'm digging in the crates to find holes, and now look at them. You know what I'm saying? So yo 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 fuck with no neo soul artists or no neo soul shit at all. Neo soul I'm about, is. I'm about to have to send this nigga my playlist. Listen, neo soul is. I don't like. Listen, I'm converting. I don't like incense. I don't light incense in my house, nigga. I use bath and body works. Candles, nigga. <laughs> I don't be in there fucking staging my crib and none of that shit, nigga. I use pledge, nigga. Like, pledge. Top job, nigga. Pause. You know, you know I, you that's what no I use. Fabuloso, my nigga. No I fabuloso. Use I only use that in the bathrooms, though, man. I use yeah. top jobs on the floor. You, you, you damn right, nigga. On Sunday, yeah, see, the I saw that. To get See? that bacon smell out, man. I told you, yeah. I, I told you. Who don't boil Fabuloso? What's wrong with niggas? All you nah, need is a cat fool. There was like something. They said I was mad ghetto. Oh, they was clowning you? Nah, nigga. Yeah, niggas was like... You boil Fabuloso? I told you. I told them I got it from a Spanish chicken in the Bronx. Uh, ever right. since then, I was One like, yo, fool. I've been on it. One cat food that that bacon you cooked the night before, nigga, or that that morning, gone by that afternoon. Listen, niggas, who want? Water. I want a slice of bacon, but I stopped eating pork. Niggas don't eat pork. God damn, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm That's when you know you made know. it. That's when you know you made it. When a nigga say fuck pork like a whole food group, <laughs> motherfuckers, <laughs> niggas get money, nigga. Niggas get money, man. Can't stop eating pork, man. They said it was bad for you. You know what I'm saying? I was you know watching, how long uh, I've been hearing pork bad for me? You know how long I've been hearing that? Every, everything is bad for you. Like, how Unless long have you been hearing pork bad for you, man? You know what I'm saying? Your whole life. Listen, the first. Listen, you know what I do when I go into the Aki store, man? I tell the Aki, thank you, man, for making me a pork sandwich. <laughs> goddamn. <laughs> thank you for that BLT, man. I know you know you got to touch pork, man. My bad, my nigga. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, nah, for real. Like I mean, like I said, I just stopped like last year. But when they used to give the beef bacon, and I, I was like, what the hell is this? I couldn't even eat it. Yeah, beef like, bacon. Like they gave me a beef man. bacon, egg and cheese. Oh my god, yeah, man. I asked for a Ew. bacon, egg and cheese, and they gave me a beef bacon. Yeah, that's brontosaurus. That's brontosaurus bacon, man. If I want to fight, they gave me turkey bacon. Turkey bacon. I mean, you might as well be. I can, I can live with. <laughs> I can live with turkey bacon though. It's like you know what I'm saying. I don't know why. Maybe I'm used to it, but I can live with turkey bacon. Beef bacon. Nah. But now nah, we gotta chill because we on the phone with a nigga who drinks scotch like it's water. Goddamn it, like bourbon and shit. You know what I'm saying? I I I I, I just can't do it, man. You know I don't drink no more, but it's like I like what I like. You want to be buzzed? You want to be buzzed twenty four seven? Huh? <laughs> Nah, I don't drink every day. You, you like my nigga, yo, you like my nigga on Mad Men, man. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, working Dra- everything. Draper, what's his name? Yeah. Don Draper? Yeah, Don, yeah Draper. Don Draper. You like him, man. He drinking middle of the day. Special job. 
and all. I feel like you kind of need that stuff. They say like Wall Street guys, all they do is well. I mean, now it makes sense like to work for Wall Street. That's why they was just doing coke and drinking and partying. Yeah, because I, I ain't on Wall Street. <laughs> I'm in Chelsea, yeah, son. Yeah, but I ain't. Yeah, but you're not popping cocaine and throwing midgets at at a, at a you know a board yeah, either. No, nope. that shit's legend. Allegedly, yeah, that's what we do. I'm sorry, little people, little people. Yeah, hell yeah. For, you, you about to get for, niggas you know, canceled off this. Yeah, yeah, I'm saying, I caught it, I caught it. You know what I'm saying? You know? Edit, like, you gotta tell them, edit. Yeah, edit that out. Edit yeah, that what, edit what time out. was that? What, what mark was that? All right, I got it. <laughs> edit that out for the brother, man. Listen, yeah, we, we going on almost two hours right now, son. Listen, I, I, I got y'all stretching your time, my bad, man. I apologize. <laughs> Uh, this you might have to download this when they get it on Apple. Yeah, you might got to download it, man. Might have to, man. Three dollars on a Patreon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think we might have to sell this one. We might have to sell this episode. That's a Listen, have me back on when Marlo makes his rise, man. <laughs> have me back on. <laughs> yeah, you gotta stop you. with that Marlo, man. Because like, yo, real talk, Marlo I, is he like we he's the he's the of uh, the. A good combination of See? Avon and Stringer. See? He's like this both. So he's like Lord McMorris. He, he ride for Marlo like I ride for Stringer Pause. That's my guy, Stringer Bell, man. I think they wrote Stringer Bell out, man, because he was getting big, man. I think that's what happened, man. He just started to get too big for niggas and shit, Pause. I mean, I get it, but you know, he he was he was another over over player of the of the chess game, and, and everybody every when you you know it says yeah, I did watch you know a little bit more this season, just you know this nigga's done with but, the season, or he definitely done with the shit. But like you you, you just see how everybody kind of overplays their hand. Nobody trusts each other, and like it, it just kind of reminded me like seeing like Avon and um and Stringer was like watching Shaq and Kobe break up. Like I'm saying, like damn, like one do want to do things another way. You just see everything crumble, and it was like, damn. I'm not a fan of it. I'm not a fan of Marlo, man. I'm just gonna link it. I'm gonna leave it at that. Man. <laughs> it's I mean, like Marlo I mean, was great, but now my nigga. At the end of the day, dude was just pure aggressive. Like he was smart, pure aggression. Like it was just, I mean, hey, like it was like a unicorn. Like he was. Exactly. Street exactly. Smart, business a, smart. He, a he had a, he had it all. Being a unicorn. <laughs> a unicorn. He's a mythical being. He popped up out of nowhere. So the, I you mean, know? so if, if if we if here we in, go in season something, we just now see Saint just pop up somewhere. Like if we just saw Saint, y'all like yo, that would be stupid. Do it or don't. But I got something to do. Like that would be don't see, stupid. I'm saying, I mean, man, real I life. Mean, if you if you think about where Saint is now in the series, him walking off like Kazusose, if he <laughs> just popped up out of nowhere on some bullshit like that, nigga, we wouldn't even be talking about Snowfall like that, like a series like it is. It would, so I, I, I'm just saying. So I mean, I guess, I guess now you know I don't, I don't know what the series is going to do, but I mean I guess you're going to see Saint versus the no the CIA. No. But Saint gotta he, die. It ain't no versus nothing. Saint. No, I'm die. talking about the next season. I mean, he's not going to die the first episode, right? So you gotta have 
he, he got to have an, an opponent, right? No, so he, 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 he going to get locked up more than likely. If they, yeah, more if they somewhat following the storyline that they should be following. Because he's loosely based on freaky, Freeway uh, Ricky Ross. Freeway Ricky Ross, yeah. But, but this Ooh. is my point. Like, let's say he, he's not, it's not the government that he's going, going up against, but it's another dealer. Or like there he's, is he's, no in, he's he, he in Houston right now. That's what I'm saying. He in Houston. He in other spots. And now you just Arkansas. See, you know you gonna see a dude. A dude is gonna pop up out the blue. Who's gonna have to be just as formidable as Saint for you to you know feel like oh, you know where Marlo You know where Marlo hustled at? West Baltimore. <laughs> Yo, I'm telling you, Lord Memoirs, Don't you have this conversation? He he actually. He makes valid points now. I need. I don't even want. To I mean, I do give. I, it is valid points. Like yo, like yo, you put in work somewhere, but nobody know your name. Nobody know and, your name. These and, are and for him. Wait, wait. For him wait, to be so wait. upset about his name, I get it. But now wait though. Your name is your name, right? <laughs> if we really we'll never get another. Ain't, ain't, that, ain't that what we talked about? The wire. Your name is your name. So yeah. For him to have so many point poignant moments in the wire. It was where did you come from? We're breaking regular hood laws to introduce them. Where's your rep? Who what set you claiming? Like where are you from? Like these are we're breaking normal hood ethics. Niggas the worst corrupt with the game. Man, like man boy independent. Um, snowfall. Say it again. Is it similar to like man boy and snowfall? Because I don't really it, know man boys come up. But I mean, wait a minute, Dex. They explain well, no, man you, boy. You, 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 you hear about that. I, knew now, I mean, Frank, Frank Franklin kind of explains it like, yo, how they grew up, how he was short. He had a, a so he has a complex still about it. So like Franklin at least. Yeah, but, but how does, how does he nobody power in the city though? But that because he's related to other people. He's, yeah, he's, he's related, related to, to a nigga who's a boss. See, now that's enough story for me. I don't need a. I need a story from Marlo. So they need. So all they needed to do was when was when Kima. When Greg's looks at the computer at dude's rap sheet, and and McNetty comes over and looks and like, oh damn! If that's, he would have said see, this nigga lit Jordan on fire and shot her, listen, like or shot him like did that, then you'd have been like, oh okay. Listen, Greg. that's the cleanup. We know writing now. That's the cleanup though. That's that. That don't sound like the cleanup to you. That's the cleanup, man. <laughs> like just, he just want to know where the fuck was Marlo coming from? Who's the partner? Remember, 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 in, remember in Half Bake. Listen, remember in Half Bake when Snoop just popped up with a nigga lit up. That's Marlo. <laughs> <laughs> That's Marlo, man. What you smoking yeah. on, man? What you smoking on, man? Marlo pops yeah. out of a nondescript building. Can we see Can a we nigga from the. Maybe he made we the power two, we see the nigga the from the chest. Up. <laughs> oh That's yeah, that is a good point. That is a real good point. Uh-oh. What if what? he's making his bones like it's season two? They're go- They're worried about. They worry about the port and 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 prop. You know, they're not worried about what's going on in the street. I mean, obviously that's how he took the corners anyway. So that's, that's when he came up was when he was in jail. Oh, so, so the play is there. The, the, the play is them basically saying Marlo has already been doing work behind the scenes. We can see in the back end. How does he? I mean, he, 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 he had to have the corner. He has the corners, so he has Avon's old corners. So like, how does he okay. have them? So I get that part too. So while you're in jail getting locked up, you think you're getting stronger or you holding on? It's meanwhile as people out here getting stronger. 
I mean, well, you got to think. Everybody, I mean, everybody knew. Yeah. I mean, think about it because they weren't getting stronger in jail. They had no muscle. That's why they had to get brothers. They were just trying to hold on to what they had on, what they They, had. But string had money and steering the organization in another direction. Right. Yeah, you taking a business. He wanted to go to the business direction. What did he say about them books? Niggas can't eat them books, (laughs) nigga. (laughs) (laughs) Sure, can't eat them books. I really feel like though, like if you wanted to lend an, another, what what's what do you stand to lose if you're lending more credibility to the series? You don't stand to lose anything. I mean, you don't. But I mean, at the end, of the day, you don't know what you know. This is somebody. I job. think. You know, you to, gotta, listen, like, the way he just popped up, I think they're writing as they go, and they wasn't sure if Marlo was gonna stay or not. Motherfuckers gravitated towards him. They did the. The Q reports and shit like that, focus <laughs> sessions, and all of a sudden Marlo sticks and he's a fucking superhero. He's 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 Cyclops, nigga. He got the illest muscle. That's basically who Cyclops is in the X Men. He got the Beast and Wolverine rolling with him, <laughs> and he got Snoop and Chris rolling with him. It's like Snoop and Chris are more important than Marlo. Well, that's how he got his rise to power, obviously. Yeah. I mean, think about it. You got the right muscle. You got the right muscle. He definitely put that pain in. Definitely put that pain in. But we just, you see how Snoop pops up out of nowhere, right? Snoop low-key pops up out of nowhere. She just shows up on an episode. She's walking down a block or some shit like that. And you hear that normal Baltimore draw. And you're She's familiar. Like I don't have to familiarize myself with Snoop because I know Snoop. Like mm-hmm. I've seen her a thousand times in Baltimore. Marlo, I've I've seen maybe two Marlos ever, and they've been in the movies. <laughs> it's like that can come over and shut blocks down, take over corners with a hair with a skinny headband on, and an <laughs> academic shirt and big jeans. If you got the muscle, though, if you got the muscle. The victor, the victor is right history, right? So if you got yeah. the muscle, you can say whatever you want. Like so, even if so, to you, I mean, he won. At the end of the day, he had the muscle, he had the he had the time, he had the luck. It just so happened, Avon goes to jail. They lose their muscle. Hey, I'll come in, I'll scoop this. It's mine now. It, it just at the end of you know, he had the muscle, he had the team, he had the squad, and he had the leadership to get them where they needed to go. The only thing that lends the credibility to him at the end is the way the series ends and the way the real life ends. Like right now, they're, they're, I don't know the name of a big hustler ever. Like now, I don't know a big hustler no more. Back then you knew it, the hustlers, you knew them by name. Now you don't, it's just some faceless person that pops up that has muscle. So, all right, but that's, listen, the wire, how old is the wire now? We, we going, what, 20 years old? <laughs> 20 years later we finally get it we finally get we finally understand Marlo's rise and how it can happen please I, I, I think I think when I get to the office tomorrow I'm gonna send an email correspondence to HBO and David Simon to figure out what's Marlo's <laughs> story Listen, I would love to know the play behind that like look what, what happened man listen think about what they're doing with power you got you got a spinoff with Tariq. You got a spinoff with Tommy. You got a spinoff with all these niggas. You could have done that with The Wire. 
You could have I mean, done they, that with the wire, though. They, they could have done it in, in, uh, in real time. Definitely. In real time. Definitely could have did it. I know that's we it's forward thinking to think that somebody would have that kind of kind of longevity of thought. Like most people don't think that way. But real rap, it's like now that you think about it, you can think about all those places where the wire if we're thinking critically. Because that's what this is podcast I thought was about too, right? It's definitely about examining the wire, the impact it had. That's why you do the session at the end talking about what in it put yourself back in that time you know what i'm saying so if we putting ourselves back in that time we got to think about it looking at the wire a little bit more critically like i ain't said the whole series is trash i said you know there are some instances that <laughs> are this placement introduction it's not this placement is out of place this definitely need a favorite jeffrey gems being passed <laughs> yeah, the one, I, I appreciate it. I, I'm glad we had you on. Thank you. I appreciate y'all, man. Yes. I thank y'all for the time. I thank y'all for even just hearing me out. You know what I mean? I hope we, to be invited back to your home again. Yeah, listen, <laughs> you you will come back absolutely. Any Don't opportunity worry. I get to collab with my friends and my my colleagues, I appreciate it. Mister Michaelvelli, we you know we can sign me out if you'd like. You know, Marlo Stanford on three. One, two, three. Wait, 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 time out though. I, like I'm really, really, really starting to side with this nigga right now. I know. Now I really what? Uh, listen, now I understand where you're coming from because now it's making me think about an episode of the Cosby Show. And sorry, internet, I know we running, you know, over and shit. But <laughs> come on, episode of the Cosby Show. Fucking Vanessa brings in Dabness Bricky, right? Her presentation. <laughs> her presentation and how she presented the nigga Heathcliff Huxtable was like yo you brought him in here on a fucking garbage pail top you know what I'm saying like you should mm-hmm. put the nigga in on a plate like where the fuck did Marlo come from his 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 placement was out of place I get it alright so they may have introduced hold on now we got a film they may have introduced him <laughs> on, on, a, on a plate but he was hold still on, are you, like are you, are you um you were you are trying to give Dadness some some love now? Not yeah. partners. No, I mean, you trying to cater for Dadness? All I'm fuck, saying is like, you know, I may, I might, you know, I'm a lot longer, younger than y'all, but I'm just saying like when the Green Ranger popped up, nobody knew what the nigga <laughs> was, and he was impeccable. Yo, go, we yo. We not be beat, go. bro. And like, look at any, look at yo, any time out, say, He was tougher than the White Ranger? Same person. The White Ranger, he's the same person. Listen, I, I don't remember my, my nigga. That I wasn't watching Power Rangers. I'm sorry. My <laughs> That's bad. what I said. I'm a, I'm a little you. Yeah. So I'm just saying. But like, you name me one mighty person who don't like, who just don't like. They pop up. Mr. Smith popped up like once. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is, listen. A lot of times you're gonna have uh, a character pop up like, yo, it is what it is. This is just who I am, and you're gonna have to deal with that. And if you don't like no. it, who's going to change it? All right, so let's talk about John Wick. Let's use John Wick for an example. All right? Okay. There was a catalyst for John Wick. That catalyst was something that propelled him into this blind fury of bullets, my nigga. I'm going to make it thunderstorm bullets, my nigga. I'm John the fuck Wick. Headshots. <laughs> listen, no colostomy bags, all headshots, my nigga. Right? This nigga had even him, even the premise of it was whack. It's a, just a dog, my nigga. All, <laughs> all in all, it's just a dog. But he, even, 
he even had a backstory. Even just that small little clip is a backstory. And John Wick, they done made three shows off the strength of that. Marlo didn't even give us that. He hops out of a nondescript bando. Waste up, we see on this show. <laughs> and he takes over the game. I don't understand. And like, like, help me understand, my nigga. <laughs> This nigga, nigga mad at his Nietzsche sweatsuit, son. Am, am I bugging? Academic sweatsuit. <laughs> hey, listen, you know, he had the shits on too that you wear the jacket with jeans and you wear the sweatpants with a white tee. He had that. <laughs> <laughs> listen, he ain't wore not one, he wore one piece of jewelry, the whole shit, like the ring shit. That's all he did. Look, fold up <laughs> chairs in the middle of the projects. And you the fucking man. You can sit out in the wide open. You, Chris, and Snoop, and just talk. And you came out of nowhere? Where did all this clout come from? Yeah, we, we need some more info, Internet. And on that we note... need some more info. We, Thank we, you. We, we are signing out. We yeah, appreciate y'all. The GOAT, man. That's like and, pure uh, aggression, man. I don't care what next, next episode, the big <laughs> lords are definitely going to start talking about this shit. We yeah, might have to have him back man. on. Hash out. Hash out, Marlo. I appreciate y'all having me, man. Yes, Thanks. sir. Appreciate you, this is the goat.